Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Distry Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions, and maybe catch some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian. We are two die-hard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know that cool people like this stuff too. So we're here to normalize all you adulting Disney files and have a few adult beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what we're going to be riding. Step right up to the way back machine as we take a journey into our imaginations and remember a long lost 4D attraction from the 90s. So head past the shooting fountains of the Imagination Pavilion as we meet up with Wayne Zielinski and find out that Ant-Man wasn't the first to prove that go, uh, good things come in small packages. That's right, we're re-exploring Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. So let's get some tiny drinks some minuscule facts, and along with a little product placement for Kodak, we'll be right back. You with the sad eyes Don't be discarded Though I realize it's hard to take courage in a world full of people, you can lose sight of your nose. The darkness inside you can make you small. And I see your true colors shining through. I see. Agent, I see your true colors, and that's why I like you. <laughs> are they are they blue? Because I'm that song depresses me. That song is so beautiful. It is beautiful. And it used to it used to be Kodak's jam out <laughs> to this ride. Right. They saw a song that had the word colors in it, and they were like, you know what? True colors, our film does true colors. Let's do that. Color film. <laughs> Get Cindy Lauper on the phone now. And Cindy Lauper, I mean. <laughs> She she was jumped at that because, you know, what else is going on? But but the song that they played during that isn't Cindy Lauper. Like they couldn't get her rights, they just like got the rights to the song and then had two people sing it. Oh, that's not her singing it. That's not her singing it. Oh man, everything's a lie. Yeah, yeah everything's a lie. I see your true colors, uh, imagination pavilion. <laughs> uh, so are you ready to go way back in time uh, back to a simpler time when Dippin' Dots were the future and our biggest issue was what color snap bracelet that you had on uh, yeah and the answer is hot pink uh, always hot pink hot pink slash neon green yeah yeah like the highlighters of, of bracelets um, I'm excited because this is the first time we've done a defunct attraction this is this is uh this is the first one to come crawling out of the grave. We've done defunct <laughs> shows, nighttime shows, but we have, yes, that's true. We have not done defunct attractions, and um, I don't know. I'm ready to see what what it's like to drink these these uh old rides. Yeah, this is opening up a whole new world for us. Uh, I'm, that's I'm the wrong pumped. ride, Ryan. <laughs> a whole new imagination. <laughs> a whole new audience. To shrink them down to little size. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, it's a drinking show, so we need some drinks. Uh, let's. Uh, today we're going to be drinking Honey, I Shrunk the Vodka, <laughs> which which is a uh, a, a, be- a beverage courtesy of uh, Dial, not the soap. I'm but so annoyed the- that we're not doing shots because they're tiny little drinks. But go ahead. <laughs> if we were doing shots, we would be in so much I mean, trouble. Yeah. <laughs> this ride is. It would not be all honey. I called the ambulance. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, what you're going to need for this is uh, is two ounces of vodka, half ounce of uh, honey, uh, simple syrup. So just mix the honey with hot water and stir it around. Uh, two ounces of OJ uh, and a splash of mango. If you got it around, I don't know who the hell has mango around in their house. I certainly didn't. Uh, and then you're going to mix a little bit of triple sec in and serve it on the rocks. Uh, and if you want to be like extra festive for this one, 
uh, do this whole thing using those little airplane bottles, the little nips that you get you get from the airplane, right. so that you feel like a giant. You feel like a giant. I mean, I borrowed yeah. some mango from my neighbor, but I think it's adorable that we're drinking a drink with honey in it. When this is honey, I shrunk the audience. Absolutely. Kudos to you. You 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 know how I work. Yeah, I mean the puns, <laughs> the wordplay. Oh my! Very punny. Very very punny. Uh. So now that we have our bevs, let's talk about them mugs. What you drinking out of today? Um, today, because we are at Epcot, I'm drinking out of a figment mug, and we're at the Imagination Pavilion. So we sure are. I his his home turf. Yeah, I love figment. That silly little dinosaur slash lizard slash something of your figment of your imagination. So I'm drinking out of he's a, a figment. Yeah, mug. he's a he's a figment of my imagination. I love that that little sucker so much. Uh, I'm drinking out of my 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 old school Epcot Icons mug, kind of uh, my favorite mug to drink out of when we're at Epcot. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's it's got the logo. It's got the old logo for the Imagination Pavilion. So, and what was the old like logo of the Imagination Pavilion? If you could refresh my uh, my notes. yeah, it's like uh, it's it's like uh, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's this one, which is like oh right, it looks it like, looks a, like a of yeah, like a pinwheel, a almost. pinwheel of imagination. Well, you know, it's last Pretty week sure we talked about the Seas Pavilion. Now this is one that takes place in the imag- in the Imagination Pavilion. We're just crushing it, Epcot, uh, Future World West. Exactly, it's Future World West Month. <laughs> well, don't say that. No, I don't know we've already done the other two Future World but... West rides, but uh, it's Future World West two weeks. Exactly for sure. Um, I uh, I love this like this section of this pavilion yeah you've got the you've got the jumping fountains the, the, i love those jumping I fountains fucking love those jumping fountains yeah, from a child to now yeah you have like the cool architectural like space frame construction stuff going on i i that whole the area waterfall totally that goes into. up instead of down yeah imagination imagination <laughs> what a thing it's great i mean it used to be greater it used to be great, but it's great. It's it's seen better days. It has it's like currently in the day, even when this was happening, right? Even when this first opened in November of '94, uh, it had seen better days. Yeah, like it had already lost like it's you know the best attraction that ever was. There was like there was a a time period from '82 to like like '90 something, like early '90, like '92 maybe, where it had you know you had Captain oh. EO. And and you had the original uh, uh, journey to your imagination, right? And you had that which that that um, what is it? There was the um, the lighted tunnel. Oh yeah, like the Imaginarium or whatever. And they had this thing there where, and this was like way before like it was even possible to do anything like that, where you would stand against a green screen and you'd be like inserted into like a video, and me and my cousins and my brother and sister and all we fucking loved that. And like the like the dream keeper would tell you that he'd t- give you directions. He'd be like, jump, and then you'd have to like pretend like you're like jumping into something, and like you'd see the video, and you're like jumping. We'd be like, mom, dad, we've got to buy the video. We're on TV. This is huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the dream finder would be like, uh, you know, I know that that was probably a video where he was saying jump and jump and yeah. all that, but but there was a walk around character for the yeah. dream finder that like walked around with a puppet. Thing. Yeah. And yeah, get and he would just hair. hang out in this area. Yeah. Um. So cool. So, so 80s, awesome. So um, love it. So, let's 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 get into it. Let's unpack some stuff about this ride. Uh, the ride's name was Honey. I shrunk the audience. Um, it's a uh, a four D theater experience where the viewers uh, enter the Imagination Institute's theater. So, like, they've kind of taken the whole pavilion and and turned it into. Now this is the Imagination Institute. And uh, and so you enter the theater for the Inventor of the Year Award ceremony in which Professor Wayne Zielinski is receiving the award for his incredible shrinking machine. And then during that award ceremony, uh, you know, things go haywire and the entire audience is tortured by the mad inventor, culminating in a mass shrinkage of the audience. Uh, will we ever be normal sized again? Uh, well, yeah, you know, we're, we're wearing the world's most uncomfortable yellow safety slash 3D goggles. So, of course, everything's going to be fine. Safety goggles, really fine. as they call but them. Don't, cute. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry about it, guys. You got your safety they goggles They should have made on. them look like safety bo- goggles. I don't know. 
yeah, I agree. They they should have done they should have done something other than like use the same yellow Just yellow yellow three D glasses. You know. The yellow 3D glasses that were at Muppets and were at, you know, every, every other, other 3D thing, thing in Disney. Film was, her magic, yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so, as we said, it's it's lo- it was located at the Imagination Pavilion in Epcot. Uh, it was also located in Tomorrowland in, in, in Disneyland. Um, in both of those locations, it, it took over the theater that previously showed that space alien dance epic Captain EO starring Michael Jackson. Um the 4D show could also be found later on once it was a hit at Disneyland Paris as well as Tokyo, Tokyo Disneyland. Um, and there it was called Micro Adventure because I don't think that they knew Honey, I Yeah, Shrunk. I remember reading the... that, that they like just it was the same show, but they just like changed the names of the characters to make them understand the story. Yeah, they made them Japanese. Which makes sense. Smart, smart. Uh, it was opened on... Uh, November 21st, 1994, and it closed about 16 years later in 2010. It was then replaced again by Captain EO uh, in the wake of Michael Jackson's death. Yeah. yeah, people sure did love them some moonwalking in the aftermath of the the, the King of Pop's final <laughs> Right. The King of Pop was like a big deal and now he's really not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do not think that if this ride was to close today, that they would replace it with Oh, Captain no, EO I because... think they'd have a mutiny on their hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though things about Michael were known then, uh, they're really known yeah, now. Yeah, they finding Neverland sort of changed everything. I sure did, uh, unfortunately, because I was a big Michael Jackson fan growing up, and now I feel dirty. <laughs> well, you know what, though? BJ Novak has a great joke where he said he's like, Everyone was surprised about Michael Jackson, but he literally had a song where he said, I'm bad, I'm bad, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> he told us. <laughs> yeah, I suppose he wasn't really hiding it after <laughs> all, was he? Uh, so this, uh, this attraction was presented by a quote-unquote generous grant by Kodak, uh, <laughs> which they definitely did not let you forget. In fact, the six-minute pre-show is just a product placement of Kodak Film set to the Cindy Lauper song True Colors, which we played just a minute ago. Uh, although I got to say, as far as like sponsor bullshit uh, found throughout Disney, which there's plenty of, uh, I kind of find this one less annoying. Uh, I, it's kind of beautiful and calming, and I, I sort of love, I love the song and... You know, like, it's annoying because it's, like, a big Kodak commercial, but at the same time, I don't know, like, I, there's something about it where I was like, okay, well, I'm down. I'm down to, like, watch cool, like, pretty pictures on a screen while you play a dope yeah, song. Yeah, I mean, like, when you think like, about it, though, like, out of, in terms of sponsorships, like, sponsors by Siemens are not really going to be, like, that interesting. But Kodak is, like... Like, how, how did they not do The Living Seas by Siemens? I don't know. Like semen in the seas. It would have been a great again wordplay. Yeah. Or, or how did they not do the making of me at the MetLife Pavilion? It's another good. Where one. it's semen. Yeah. yeah. They had so Why many is like, no, Lake we sponsoring the land? I mean, there's just a lot of missed opportunities. That is a great. That's a great question. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I think then Kodak, you know, especially even in, in that time before we were taking photos like solely with our cell phones, was like. You know, kind of cool to take pictures. Oh, they were crushing it back what? then. The 90s were like, the 90s Kodak crushed. Oh, yeah, crushed. Kodak, were... Motorola. Was that oh, a thing? Yeah. What is that one-hour like, photo place? Fuji film. So, like, I, I know that, you know, we, we Kodak, I think, did everything in the Imagination Pavilion. And, uh, and I know that at one point, the Imagineers were trying to get a ride at the Japanese Pavilion. And it was going to be this this uh roller coaster themed to a japanese bullet train and and it was supposed to be done with uh sponsorship by fujifilm and they couldn't do it they couldn't make it work because neither fujifilm nor kodak would uh, would allow for another competitor to be like another sponsor in the park and they already had kodak sponsoring stuff the imagination pavilion maybe elon musk could solve the um the magical express issue and like put his new like high-speed tube 
from MCO to Disney World. How sick would that be? Be at Disney in ten in five, five minutes? Sec- not even. Thing yeah, goes probably 175 right? miles, you know, like a, a, a minute. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty sick if you were just like, your first ride was from yeah. the airport. Yeah, I mean, that'd be the best. You just <laughs> and it was the most thrilling one. You go back one. and forth you're like, wait, I'm basically in a spaceship. <laughs> that would be pretty That would make amazing. like Mission Space um, look like a real piece of crap. Or at least have them do like the Tomorrowland Speedway. Like, let's get some electric cars on this yeah. motherfucker. Like, he's the richest man in the world right now. Yeah. Why not? You know, come yeah, on, Elon. If he can't do, it, do it, maybe Bezos can do something. I'm afraid of what Bezos yeah, can do. Just become like be this big like store. He would just make like he the attraction would be like, oh, this is an Amazon yeah. warehouse, and like the attraction is that you have to stock boxes. <laughs> And he's just like getting you to work for free. <laughs> oh, he's... No toilet, no no he's bathroom the worst. break. <laughs> uh, so uh, the cast that played the Zelinskys in the original films uh, reprised their role for this 4D show, um, including the incomparable Rick Moranis, uh, who plays uh, Wayne Zelinsky in the short film. Uh, also has the addition of Monty Python's Eric Idle, who plays uh, Dr. Nigel Channing. This uh, years later, Idol would rep- would come back and play that same role again uh, in the remake of Journey into the Imagination with Figment. That train wreck is a different story for a different day. We will absolutely cover that piece of trash. Yeah, um, that's our final. This was the first time that Doctor Nigel West ride. Not great. Oh no, we have Turtle Talk. Yeah, we have Turtle Talk. We have uh, yeah. No, that's all we have left. But. Maybe the Moana Pavilion Let's by the time things are said and done. <laughs> um, but but this was the the impetus for the Doctor Nigel Channing. He appeared here first, and then years later would take the yeah. role again. Um, and Rick Moranis, we're hoping that you're you're well. I did read on IMDb that they're in pre production for Shrunk, which is uh, a remake of. Is Honey he doing that with like Kids, Ryan Reynolds? Which, I I hope so. Ryan Reynolds is yeah. the shit. So that'd be great. But I, I think it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's with Josh oh. Gad. It is a well, Disney Disney clip, loves so Josh Gad. It's got to have Gad in it, right? Yeah. Got to have me some they, Gad. If they could have him in every movie, they would. They have, they're trying. There should just be a movie called Gad. The all Gad. Yeah. <laughs> all Gad all the time. They should just make a whole media yeah. network just for him. Simply yeah. Gad. That's a great name for it, yeah. actually. <laughs> uh, this short is directed by Randall Kleiser, which he's the director of 1978's Grease. He's also the director of Flight of the Navigator and Honey, I Blew Up the That's Kid. That's I did not know he directed awesome. Grease. This the the guy who directed this this little I mean, what a weird body short directed Grease. <laughs> yep, and Summer Lovin' or whatever whatever the. Uh, other thing that they did with Travolta and uh, Newton. What other songs did they sing? No, like like there's like some show oh. or like special or something called oh. Summer Lovin', and he also directed that. I don't know if it was a sequel or what, but uh, the cinematographer of the 70 millimeter 3D film was Dean Kundi, who uh, made Jurassic Park. He also did Back to the Future and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So there's like heavy hitters on this thing. Yeah. You know, like like real deal cinematography. This is you got to remember. This is early days of CGI. Uh, it does not hold up. It looks real bad. Watching you know old ride footage of it. You know, they're where they were doing computer graphics. It's tough. Okay. To watch now. However, in terms of story, it surpasses many other. Like, if you're doing a 3D, a 4D ride, like, it just makes sometimes not a lot of sense that you have these massive things coming at you. But if you shrink the audience, per se, and then there's these massive things, it's like, it's just very, like, world building in that sense of, like, that this is, like, I, as as a, I mean, little kids thinking, like, whoa, like, you know, that that's so cool. This It makes sense. 
So yes. I think it's I think it's one of the best. Yeah, it totally, it totally does. The story the story makes sense in this, and it does do a better job than a lot of the 4D sure. movies out there. Yeah, but it's no Muppet. It's it's no Muppet. Well, it's Vision not as 3D. funny as Muppet Vision 3D. It's, Muppet Vision 3D is in on the gag. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like you know playing with the the gags of like throwing things into the audience's this face. Is like, but can I can I make uh, you feel like you're small? Huh. And it's like it's. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And by the way, when you think about this, you what do you think about the other Honey I Shrunk the Kid, the the playground that was in Hollywood Studios? So we're gonna talk okay, about that sorry. in just a second. Because I got a little okay. I got a little game. Uh so uh you know the, the heavy hitters weren't just in Hollywood, uh they were also through Disney. We got some imagineers that we know and love that worked on this on this with them. And we've got Tony Baxter, Tom Fitzgerald, and Marty Sklar. So I think we got three sips, three sips Woo! coming at us. Marty Sklar. Triple threat. Oh yeah. That's some good vodka right there. Honey, I drank the <laughs> vodka. The director wanted the award show to feel like a like a live event, which is why they they like filmed it in a way that everybody was kind of like the real size that they would be if they were like yeah. on stage, if it was like a real stage show. Cause it's yeah, supposed to be an award show, right? that's a great story point. Cause then why? Yeah. Cause then there's, a, and, there's uh, an audience there. This the story is exactly, very thought exactly. out. It is. It is. Well, we can thank Tony Baxter, Tom Fitzgerald. Yeah, and Marty cheers Sklar again, boys. So cheers, 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 boys. Uh, because of because they wanted it to feel like that, they also couldn't do like cuts, you know. So like it had to be like as if it was live on stage. So every time that they wanted to like move the camera somewhere or, um, you know, do anything differently in our perspective, they had to do like either a mock blackout or an explosion or they roll oh, okay. the cart in front of us when we're little. They do all these like little camera tricks because they're doing it kind of like all in camera. Um, they also, uh, you know, had to do uh, these different stagings of and layering of the film. So they would shoot like, you know, the the Zelensky son who's supposed to be tiny with us. And like they would shoot him separately. Then they would shoot uh, Rick Moranis and shoot Rick Moranis separately. Then they would shoot the background and then they would like layer up those things on top of one another so that you would get a really like successful selling of the fact that we were shrunk down to the size of a cocktail loony. Those are Wayne Zelinsky's words yeah. himself. Because how often do we say cocktail weenie nowadays? Every day. Uh, every day. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I do you also say mini gherkin. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Uh, there are eight major 3D moments, including snakes, lions, fan blades, fainting moms, magnifying gas dads, sneezing pooches. Just sounds like a normal day in Epcot. <laughs> um, so, a little bit of a game. This is like, you know, okay. it's not like a major game. It's a defunct attraction. Um, so, this was not the only attraction that used Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as its premise. Uh, they're all gone. You know, there's no more of these. However... There were two. Uh, there were two attractions that featured the shrunk IP, and you already kind of named one. Um, do you know what the other one is? So one, the the first one, the one that Adrian already mentioned, is the the Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie set adventure, I which was at MGM. I fucking loved that. At, That's another thing that me and my brothers awesome. and cousins loved sitting on that ant and dr- and going down the the Kodak film slide, and all the so. You can guess who sponsored that <laughs> yeah, one too, I mean, right? talk about product placement. I mean, a massive film, Kodak film. I love that, that slide. slide. Was that great slide you was really awesome. like it was like big, and you can just like slide all the way around it. It's a good time. So your question was, what what is another Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Honey, I Honey I Shrunk the Kids like themed ride. So there was another attraction that featured Honey I Shrunk the Kids in within. The Orlando parks. within the Orlando parks, the Orlando Disney parks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm not mean. 
there was another attractive defeat. Um, was it? I mean, I don't want to have like just dead air of me thinking about this, but um, so what is it? It was all right. So it was actually it was at MGM okay. as well, and and there was a during the MGM Studios backlot tour. There was a, a whole section of it where they filmed guests that were on the tour. Uh, they would pick one audience member to ride on the back of the bee and show you how that was that was shot from. Oh the yes, movie. yeah. I always wanted to be that kid because it looked so cool. I think I was that kid. I always wow. would get chosen for those things. I got chosen for like the the uh, earthquake ride thing. I got. I was a really yeah, cute kid. Yeah. I think you it's your bubbling <laughs> your bubbly personality. Also I'm a lot taller right than through. the other kids, so I might have stuck out over their heads. They were like, Oh, grab that fourteen year old and you're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm fine. <laughs> that happened a lot. Okay. So there's a lot I mean they really so, built um, the shit out of honey I shrunk the kids. What you're saying. Yeah, they, they were like so it was it it was you know uh, Mike Eisner came in and he's trying to like get get Disney to you know perform in in yeah. like the film world right you know they had been going through a really bad slump it was the highest uh, it was it, I think it beat out Splash it was the 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 biggest uh, film blockbuster that they had ever in I mean live action. I was a huge fan of that movie were you. I mean, I had a oh my major God, yeah. crush. I saw, it at, I saw it at drive-ins. I saw it. I I, I probably wore the tape out. Major crush so on Russ. Like I was, I was in love with Russ. I just he was so vulnerable and endearing. I was just like, I hated that bitch for like being so mean to him in the beginning. I loved him. So I feel like I watched it, but the whole time I had like like hearts in my eyes, like with Russ. I was like, I want to sleep in a Lego with him. Sorry. <laughs> I was just looking at it being like, I want to ride an ant. Yeah, I, I mean, was... there was a couple of things about <laughs> it that always frustrated me. Like, there were so many, like, there's so many different plot holes where you'd be like, why didn't the parents, like, write something that they could have, like, said, that said, like, go here, like, or something where they would see it and know, like, instead of, I, there were so many different plot holes that would always frustrate me. And just like, how do they know they were in the grass? Like, well, we'll, we'll see what happens in our, in the 2020 version in shrunk, <laughs> whether they fill those. Plot I mean, holes the 2020, or not. something 2020 tells me is over. So hopefully it's not out yet already. That Vision, 2020 will you never be over. You're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so, what do you remember about uh, about Honey and not the the app to save you money on the? I internet? love this three D show, four D show. Yeah, yeah I was a big fan because I think I was a big fan of the movie. Um, I remember just really thinking the whole. Were you were you okay with the fact that no. Russ was not in the four D? Very upset. Like that's why when you in the beginning you were like the whole cast came back. I was like, not Russ. Um. But he wasn't part of the Zelensky family, so, um, you know, it makes sense. It was only the Zelenskys. Uh, and but minus the daughter, who had quit acting by that time, so she wasn't in that either. Um, it's true. So. But you hated her, right. so that was I like, that was like a I just wanted her to marry the mob like that she was dancing with in the beginning and get the hell out. Like, she was so annoying. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I love this. I love this. Uh, we were big fans of... 3d back then because it wasn't as prevalent as it is now like going to an amusement park and going and doing you know muppet vision 3d and this and when and all these different ones was like amazing back then well sometimes like yeah, the only time you got to see it so it was like you almost like really yeah. like this was like a like these shows were a highlight now you're like oh a 3d show you're like whatever i mean like i people can do it on their regular home tv but to to back then it was I feel like it was a big deal. I agree. Yeah, it was a yeah, big deal. It was totally a big deal, and way more and, like, appreciated. appreciated. And and like you know when you went to the to the like seeing it in the 4D and like and in these theaters, like they 
they did the the 3D tricks. You know, like even when you go see 3D movies now, like they don't necessarily do the 3D tricks. No. They're kind of like a little bit corny. You know, like throwing right, the thing they in your want face you to or be whatever. Able to, like, like the jump watch, scare. Like, like that version of uh, a Christmas Carol that Jim Carrey did, that was made for 3D, but they mm. want it so that when you're home, you can have it. It can be 2D and work just as well. Whereas these, like they they weren't. You were never yeah. taking Honey I Shrunk the Audience home. So, you know, and also the 4D element, yeah, like make the, it as 3D as you know, possible. The, with this one, I think it was like the mice are supposed to be like, you know, touching your feet. And this one, like that, always mm-hmm. was like mind blowing to me. Like that stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a few there's a few 4D things that we'll get into like with in our our drink that ride game, uh, like under thrill level and stuff like that, uh, and immersion. There's a there's a they they did quite a few little tricks uh, little tricks in order to up the up the game with this. So I think with that, let's let's play a game. You ready to play? I'm a ready game? To, get some drink, to drink again. More. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. Cool. That was a great. That music that was like a great so, like, theme, rah, 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 movie rah, rah, theme rah, rah, song. Rah, 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 rah. So recognizable that it's for this movie. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like just like so. Uh, uh, yeah, like, like frantic. Like I gotta find the kids. I gotta find the kids. Oh my god, where are the kids? Like a mouse. Trap. I'm gonna eat like them. You, I'm gonna eat you, them. <laughs> you can see a mouse going through a mouse trap to that music. Yes. Weird, <laughs> but yes. Another weird analogy by Adrian. I wouldn't have it any other way. So um, we're going to play Drink That Ride. Uh, it's a, um, a, a ranking, uh, a, a drink the difference ranking system. So we have five categories. Uh, cue, length of ride, thrill level, immersion, and fun level. Uh, they're each worth, uh, each category is worth like a certain uh, point value. Q being five points. Um so Q is five points, length of ride is five points, thrill level is five points, immersion is 10 points. That's uh, like sight sounds in the ride vehicle. The fun level, Disney selling fun, selling at a high cost. So it's worth 25 points. It's kind of like the dark horse category. And you're going to drink the difference. So if, uh, if you uh, rank it a, a, a four and it's out of five points, then you're going to drink the one point difference. And if it's you know more, then you're going to drink more. Better, uh, worse the ride. The drunker you get. We start at the start, and that's the queue. Uh, this queue kind of consisted of like waiting rooms. Uh, so there was like the Imagination Institute open house, which was kind of the first room that you walked into, and then you were in that that Kodak True Color long form commercial that we talked about. Um, and was it like know, three different pre shows? It was like two different pre-shows. And then, so it was like you were in the Institute, just like kind of like in line. And that's pretty stark. There was really like not very much. I think they had like some of his old inventions like in cases and like maybe but a picture But there's one point on where the, the Monty Python guy uh, is then, like, he's there and he's explaining the. So that's, that's what happens like after it's in the same room, but it's what happens mm. after the true colors. So it all depends on like when you get there, right? So in general, and this will come up in length of ride, like, you know, the show is 15 minutes long. So if you get there right when they close the doors for the previous, or if there was like a line or something, then you'd be stuck like for the entirety of the previous show to like, you know, go in, sit down, do their experience, get up, leave the theater, drop off their things, you know, like all of that, like, and then they have to go, like go check for, you know, stuff, right. make sure nobody threw up. So like you were kind of like in this waiting room for like 20 minutes if you didn't get on the ride. So you could be like, potentially, for, like, yeah. really, and really like you said, time. back then these type of uh, rides were, were special and, and definitely like priority. Yeah. yeah, people people went. You know, there was there was typically a wait for sure. Um, I don't know. Like, I find like the whole queue 
like pretty stark and like kind of manipulative. It's it's not. What could they do though? I mean, the obviously thing. they had to give the Kodak gave like you said a handsome donation. That Kodak needed its time to infomercial. Like they need it if they're if they're donating, they need it. So we they got to give Kodak their time. So I guess their thought is like, you know, let's give Kodak. You know, we need a place. We need something to do with everybody while the show is in process. So we have. I think like they had a couple of. I I, for some reason I remember like three different shows, but I could be wrong. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't know what they could have done. I just like don't. I mean, like. I don't feel that it's like the. I don't feel that it's like as nice of an experience in the pre-wait. I was going to say the same thing. Muppet, Muppet Vision. Vision like actually gives you like a full other exp- similar experience beforehand with like gags yeah. and like different things. Muppet, yeah, Muppet Vision definitely does better. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather I'd much yeah. rather have that. Uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this cue a two. That's what I'm doing. Three cool. sips. Drink them up. Oh yeah. You're welcome, Kodak. Okay. Uh, length of ride. Um, it's it's think... fifteen minutes. It I is. think it's 15 and, minutes, yeah. uh, I always say that a show sweet spot for a show is 15 minutes. <coughs> so. Yeah. Well, sorry. The vodka okay. went down the wrong tube. Um, it's, uh, I, I agree that the, the sweet spot, right, is like, you think it's between, what, I always 12 say and 15? 15 minutes. Yeah, so this is, this is right there. It's knocking at your, right. your I mean, sweet that, spot. I, I think that, like, anything less feels just like why did I wait why did I wait 25 minutes for something that's 10 minutes long anything more you're kind of like looking at your cell phone like all right I gotta get out of here um sure but I do think that this will eat up a chunk of your time because of the pre-show and everything so all encompassing you're probably there for 40 minutes I think I'm pretty sure that they had a like next showing on the outside of the building and it would like yeah. tell you like when the next showing was. So like you could like hang out by the fountains, okay. you know, like enjoy some of the imagination pavilion and then just like, you know, rock sure. it in, you know, I when feel like it was that's appropriate what we did, to we'd be playing with those trying to catch those water balls. Yeah, um, totally. I think fifteen minutes is great. I'm gonna give it a four. Um, just because of like, you know, the the whole pre show you know, bullshit experience that made your your whole thing, your whole experience with this ride, like, over 30 minutes long. Um, that's, like, that's a really long half hour mm-hmm. with this. So, I'm, I'm gonna give it a three because of that. Okay. Drink two. I'll drink one. Ah, delish. Well, we're getting toasted. And the next, uh, the next category is thrill level. Um, there, I didn't find any uh, height restrictions on the ride, but uh, if you're afraid of mice or snakes, uh, you would have been in for kind of like an existential crisis. Uh, Mickey is certainly less cute when he's surrounded by a thousand of his rodent friends scurrying around your feet. The theater made effects uh, with my, the, the effects of mice, which would feel like they were scurrying around your feet after a uh, duplication machine yeah. uh, went wrong. And uh, they would do that with compressed air and rubber tubes uh, at your ankles while you were sitting. Yeah. And people would freak the fuck yeah. out. It's like kind of like the same thing as the, the like the bugs, the bugs getting up to leave in uh, the uh, the the bugs life in the tree of life. Yeah. At, you know, I mean, it, it appeals to your greatest fear, like that you're sitting in a dark theater and a fucking mouse runs across your feet yeah like it's pretty brilliant it's all i i love and it. bugs and, and, and bugs the, like, you know there's other things too like that whole theater the entire the entire theater is on motion base that drops four inches during the shrinking moment uh there's also uh 
when the mother faints, uh, it moves. You know, like to really like bring that 4D home. Yeah. Yeah. When the mom faints, the whole theater shakes. The she, whole like, theater shakes. For... Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. so like, you know, maybe that's like maybe it's partially uh, immersion, partially thrill. I'm not really sure. Um, I do think that you know, when the the glass breaks and you get sprayed with water. And which makes you kind of feel like you got shards of glass in your face. And when the mice run and when the snake comes at you, and when the, when the lion comes at you, like those are kind of thrilling moments. And I think that it, it gets like halfway there. 2.5 for me. Ty goes to the ride. So I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it a three as well. I think that the, uh, a lot of the things that you discuss, I'm going to give it some points for in immersion, but the, the mice over your feet, that did scare me as a child. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so let's go right into immersion. Immersion's out of 10 points. This includes sights, sounds, and the ride vehicle. You know, 3D is immersive. 4D is better. Uh, this does it quite as well as Muppet Vision 3D. I feel like screen. The queue is kind of like at all. Uh, they, they, for me, like they, they kind of phoned it in with the immersion um i do like the 40 effects in comparison to like shrek at universal or you know maybe maybe some of the other cheaper 3d uh slash 4d rides and attractions but um yeah for me it's it's not it's not tugging the immersion all especially with like that looking back at it in defunct status like really bad cgi Okay. What, so what are you giving it? Uh, I'm going to go, I'm coming four. four okay. I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I First of all, I'm looking at it as when I think of a defunct ride, I look at how I took it back then. And um, I think this is one of the most immersive and well thought out stories for a 4D attraction. Even though there are other attractions that do it that do effects better in terms of immersion the fact that the audience is being shrunk at an award show and all these big things coming out at you make sense it's so immersive to me the floor moving the mice with the, the tubing it's so immersive it's it was so world building for me it's an eight wow yeah Big numbers. Okay, good. I love it when we disagree. That's that's the best. Yeah. So I'll drink two. You can drink six. Oh yeah, that's there's drinking involved. Here. <laughs> Shit. You got a lot of it, men. You gonna tell us where we are in the technical rounds? Okay. So after our first four rounds, out of twenty-five possible points. I've rated it a 12. You've rated it a 17 for a combined uh, average of 14.5. That's how it goes to the ride. So it's at a 15 right now. 15 out of 25. I think you were way low. <laughs> I think, well, uh, you can have I, those thoughts. I, I, feel, I feel like... Um, you know, you know whose feelings, you know feelings aren't going to get hurt this fucking ride because it's been gone since, 90, since 2010. It's not about that. It's been gone for a decade, Adrian. How you feel now? <laughs> feel old uh, now? This ride has wanna, not existed. You want to feel decade. small? This ride has been gone for a decade. <laughs> All right, good. Let's let let's let's talk about fun because I feel like we're gonna probably disagree here as well. Um, okay, so I I have the it was pretty fun. It's like a good family friendly way to get out of the floor heat and chill. A uh, couple laps. Um, I like it. You know, if, if it was still there, I would go on it. It's a whole lot more fun than, you know, that those, like, weird coming attractions or the shorts or whatever that are at play in the theater. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, it also had, like, some pretty awesome cinema, uh, cinema achievements. You know, like, the way that it was filmed, uh, I, I think it's pretty revolutionary. I think... That I mean, I don't know if that's fun or not, but like you know, in general, like I found it to be like a pretty fun, pretty fun thing to do. I would do this now. I would go on this now gladly. 
I do think it's in their own park. I've always thought this. I think it should be in Hollywood Studios. Sure. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, I would go on this now, and I think I'd have a great time. They could obviously plus some things, and there's some, you know, but I think that it, I think it's a lot of fun. It's a good 15 minutes. Disney sold fun here correctly. All right. So what, what, how does that, uh, how does that show itself in your score? It's going to get, I'm going to give it an 18. 18. All right. So it's not breaking the 20 mark for you. It's not, it's no, not really I mean, it's not, it's not, it's no tower terror. Well, I mean, uh, it's no tower terror was a 25 out of 25 for both of us. So it's no splash mountain, you know, it's no space mountain, but in terms of like shows, it's hard for me to love a show or to really like a show. And I, I remember really liking this show. Well, I think that I think that this is going to end up in in like the, the right type of place. So I'm, I'm giving it a 15, uh, 15 out of 25 for me. So it's okay, a little bit over half. 10, a little bit over half so drinking 10 on this. Uh, that's good. That's uh, I'm going to have to get a refill. You get a refill. Home. Home, I, wonder, and then... I wonder how many refills you've had to go through on this ride. <laughs> not as many as you. Probably not. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> and spilling. I, I'm honestly, this is this is a surprise to me because I did not think I was going to be the one that liked this attraction better. Really? Yeah. You thought I was a, a waniac? I don't know. I guess I I thought you know I I guess I thought you were re- I thought I was going to be the one that was a little bit less. You know it's it's tough with these these nostalgia rides, right? So like that's you know the fun and the you know like it's not just the fun level, it's the nostalgia level, right? That we're yeah. looking at. So with these defunct rides and and it's it's tough with nostalgia because um it, you know it's so personal. And it is you know, personal. You know, like you could have ridden that ride once and like had an argument with your you know your parents right beforehand and it like it kind of like screws with your opinion of the, like you know your memory of it sure um, not saying that, that that's happened what it all I don't is. think that that's it, it but when you talk about these defunct rides you're really like pulling up like the the deep stuff in you like the moments with your family the diff- the deep like the bonding things and it's uh and and you kind of become that age again that's why like i saw it as i saw it at 12 sure you know yeah 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 totally um so uh so that puts us at um at a total i've I've given it a total of 27 out of 50 you've given it a total of 35 out of 50 so pretty big difference between the two of us uh and that gives us a combined average score of 31 out of 50 so it broke the wow. 30 and i think that that's kind of where it belongs is in like I the low 30s right because I, I think i might have been a little high you might have been a little low so i think we we evened out a little bit i think 31 is the right it, for me it, it should break 30 for you not I think so it much, but, yeah right where yeah good job yeah. honey i shrunk the audience you hold up you you hold up yeah mm-hmm. so what would you um what would you take out to have this back? And again, all right. So, like, let's first do this. Imag- is the replacement worth it? <laughs> is is the replacement worth it? So currently, it's no. been replaced with Disney and Pixar's short film festival, which is you know constantly changing, you know, uh, coming attractions. Yeah, it's a it's just a thing to give people something to do so that like, to keep the lines. <laughs> yeah, if the lines are too long, you can do something. Right. Um, no, it's not. No, it's not better than that. I actually uh, like this. I liked this more than I liked Captain EO. Uh, so we have a difference of opinion there for sure. Yeah. So I was more Honey, I Shrunk the Audience than Captain EO. So I actually was trying to look on eBay before for a Honey, I Shrunk the Audience t-shirt because I was like, it just brought up those. It's like, I, I want to like rock. I want to rep <laughs> the old school. And, and so like, what would you what would you take out to have this back? Journey into imagination. <laughs> would you lose like? Would you lose Soren for it? No. No, about, Soren's one of my favorite rides. Well, we'll we'll take a trip down uh, Future World West. How about the land? Would you lose the land? Journey to the land? No. How about Nemo? Yes. <laughs> I think I agree with you on all of those guys. <laughs> Although, I mean, I, like I, imagination. I would not get rid of imagination. Um, well, I would I would get rid of the original one, but I would get rid of this one. 
I, I'm afraid that if we get rid of this one, like without replacing it with a better version of it, like that we're just going to lose it and lose Figment. And I, that's something I, Figment is Epcot to me. And even though this one is like a trash bag, like a fully on fire trash bag, there's something about it that I actually still like. And some like little, like weird imaginary. I think you still hear cool. the song, One Little Spark. And it's yeah. like, that's like a nostalgia thing also. Totally. Uh, so, uh, Adrian, are you on a scale of Dr. Nigel Channing to Auntie the Ant? Oh, I think I'm cork, as in, like, let's pop another cork. Ah, cool. <laughs> and the name of their dog. The dog. That's cute. That's cute. Yeah, I know. I think I'm as drunk as a giant oatmeal cookie, because I'm stuffed. <laughs> oh my god, that that cookie in the movie. <laughs> That was like I, I wanted dream. that cookie so bad as a chubby kid. Oh, oh man, as a chubby that kid, that cookie was a dream. They're just like scooping out the, the cream, just oh, like little Debbie, giant little Debbies. Oh, the amazing! Best. The best. Uh, well, I think that's it for us, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. The Dark Ride is presented by Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever your podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing, maybe giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those things really, really help us out. Uh, you can also help us by just telling a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. Feel free to hit us up at drunkdistory at gmail.com for comments, hate mail, uh, the latest in uh, drinking recipes, anything you want, really. Uh, also, please follow us on uh, Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at drunkdistory. Thanks for joining us, and remember to always keep your kingdom cool. Oh, kidding! Got it still bumping the news. Honey, I'm shot again. Honey, I'm shot again. Honey, I'm shot again. Yeah. I got the jet, got rid of me. Honey, I'm good. Honey, I'm through the cheese. I never threw it in the league. They say it's bad for me. I say it's bad for me. Fuck it, you're bad for me. Pull up on me.